Well, greetings, everyone, and welcome to TW Now. We're happy to have you with us. Uh, if you're watching because you're a regular subscriber, wonderful. Thanks for subscribing. If not, if you like what you see, then please do like or subscribe, and we'll include you in the conversation. I'm Jonathan McNair, and I'll be your host for today. Again, thanks for being with us. Uh, today on the show, we have a couple of gentlemen who I'll introduce at this point. Uh, first of all, Mr. Wallace Smith, glad to have you with us. Uh, Mr. Mr. Wally Smith is a uh, telecast presenter, and he's the author of a, a number of science and technology articles for Tomorrow's World. So uh, glad to have you with us today. You've been in this chair from time to time. So I have. It's good to us. see you there. <laughs> and we also have Mr. Mike DeSimone. Now, uh, for those of you who are regular viewers to our, our program, you know Mike as one of our hosts. Uh, we thought we'd give him an opportunity today to weigh in on this issue. He's very passionate about it and thought he deserves a chance to jump All in. Right, so, yeah, that's good. Thank so you. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for being with us here today. We're glad to have you. Topic today, as you saw from our program notes, if you saw the subtitle there, is Artificial Intelligence, the Moral Dilemma. So let's jump into the discussion uh, right away. Now, when we say artificial intelligence, or AI as it's, as it's referred to, um, what are we talking about? What, what, is that, what does that mean? <laughs> it's a really good question, because a lot of people tend to think of artificial intelligence, just what they see in the movies, et cetera, when the fact is, people are already dealing with artificial intelligence virtually every day. Mm -hmm. Right now, if someone is thinking, ah, oh, these guys, you know, I think I want to text my mother and tell her the program is on or something. And if, if their smartphone is suggesting to them words as they type them, that is artificial intelligence. There's an artificial intelligence actually suggesting that. It's been woven into the fabric of our society I think to a depth that a lot of people actually don't realize. Of course, it hasn't been developed yet to the degree. And we're, we've come a long way, even the past couple of years, uh, past whatever, past uh, three or five years, it's come a long way in machine learning, deep learning, and that type of thing that, you know, we didn't even have the computer capacity to do it in the past. So it's helped. So what we mentioned is that there are many different uh, ways that it's, it's, it's woven into our, our society. Uh, what are some other examples? Because, you know, we may have some people on our show who never even are familiar with the computer. Well, I guess that wouldn't work, wouldn't it? Otherwise, they wouldn't be on the show. But <laughs> yeah. we may have people who use uh, certain tools, but, but not others. So right. just as an example, when you say they're woven into our society, what, what, what do you mean? So I think about like facial recognition and uh, kind of computer vision, be, computer being able to identify uh, whether it's you know, me, my face on Facebook or something like that, or a uh, computer being able to identify a stop sign, let's say for automatic, you know, for driving cars, automated right. cars, that type of thing. Right, I would say even um, Google searches. If you've searched anything mm -hmm. on, on Google, then Google isn't just really taking just a catalog and looking for things. It's actually learning about you at the same mm -hmm. time. Facebook, if you're going to your Facebook feed, it's not just there's a human being who said, well, I, I love this person. I want to give them the best content. There is this vast artificially intelligent network that's deciding for you what mm -hmm. you should see and what you shouldn't see. In fact, right. if you have a serious condition, you're going to the doctor. I say increasingly you have a uh, 
machines like Watson that uh, was real popular and made a splash on Jeopardy beating the contestants. I might say, so you actually, in your article, uh, yes. I might bring it to the audience's attention, see if I can get the title, Artificial Intelligence, Promise or Peril. Right. Uh, this was from a few years ago, 2015, in the uh, Tomorrow's World, if someone in the audience wants to, wants to look it up and read it in depth. You actually talked about, about Watson. Right. Mm. Could you, uh, sorry to interrupt, but could you, could you talk a little bit more about Watson? Right. You mentioned your article. I, I will. It's uh, not Sherlock Holmes's Watson, but uh, you know, still very nice. It's this very intelligent, intelligent with a different kind of intelligence. It's not ours, but you have all these uh, uh, medical studies, right? Doctors have done tests and experiments, all these different drug studies. One human can only take in so much. You can only study so many articles. Uh, you get other doctors together. It takes a yep. lot of time. It takes a vast right. amount of time and memory capacity. You have an artificially intelligent machine like Watson that can survey the entirety of the literature to a vast extent and is increasingly capable of listening to patient descriptions of their symptoms and is able to check not just what, say, one doctor's experience, but the experience of literally hundreds of thousands of doctors experience and understand some patients' descriptions of their symptoms better mm. than just one doctor can. And you have Watson actually making recommendations to nursing staff and doctors that has been shown in many cases to be more accurate uh, than the doctors themselves. So actually sort of like a, a dating service for the medical profession. Well, maybe not exactly that. <laughs> not about exactly. Characteristics, but, uh, but, right. Okay, Mike. You know, one thing uh, kind of along those lines, I think lawyers are also using that as okay, well right. for criminal cases where, you know, there's all these cases and all the laws and so forth that will use the artificial intelligence uh, to identify cases that can help their case, you know, the okay. same type of thing. So will that be, what do you think? Is that going to be something from your, you know, your study and so on? That's going to be something that's going to be used more? What's, maybe I should put it this way. What's on the horizon? So, so we're talking about some things that are already to some degree right. in place. Where is, where is this going? Absolutely. What's on the horizon? We're talking about, I mean, imagine increased productivity. Imagine, I mean, what, what, what you're talking about, right. uh, medical decisions that uh, avoid, you know, problems, trial and error in a lot of cases, right. because these yeah. decisions made by these programs uh, are better oftentimes, at, at minimum, they're as good as the doctor's decisions, but oftentimes better than the doctor's. Well, if, if you're saving money and saving lives, uh, I think it's kind of a given, but let's move, I think something more commonly accessible, even some people actually out there might may have some cars like this, but say these uh, self-driving cars. Right. Uh, okay, yeah. Big controversy. I don't know. Actually, um, would you drive a self-drive? Would you ride I, in one? I would absolutely be on board in a self-driving car. Okay, see, I, I would quickly. too. I don't know if I we agree with it. our audience. Absolutely love it. But I, but I would as well. And the people, I've heard people say, I, I can't imagine I would sit in a car where I can't <laughs> control. There's no wheel for me to grab. I, I've seen him drive, so I'm not sure that that might not be a good, a good idea. But if you think about it, if the studies, because they've done studies in, uh, in 2013, they did a study that demonstrated, uh, based on the study, that if you replaced even 10% of the, the cars in the United mm -hmm. States with these self-driving cars, it, that state of, of the technology, uh, you'd, you'd save two, right. more than 200,000 deaths mm -hmm. wow. that year. So the question is not, I think, answer your question, you said, is it going forward in these, what's the edge? I think in any area where we see artificial intelligence doing better than people, Absolutely, what, absolutely. Now, what about military capability? That's something we were talking about earlier. Uh, what about in the military? 
you know, What's, military, now you're talking about uh, instead of saving lives, instead of uh, helping lives, you know, you're talking about decisions being made by AI about uh, killing people, about, you know, and then, you know, the idea, of course, now it may be more accurate that you're killing the enemy instead of collateral, having collateral damage, which, you know, I guess that could be a good thing, but still, boy, in the hands of AI, out of, uh, you know, us as, as satient beings, we can feel, we can, you know, uh, this type of thing is, uh, it's, yeah, it's I'd say, dangerous. I'd say 100%. I think the odds of artificial intelligence being used, I'm not a gambler, but the odds of artificial intelligence being used on the battlefield, oh, not yeah. just to support the troops, but to make lethal decisions mm -hmm. yeah. where, where essentially it's an automated decision to kill or not kill, I think the odds are 100%. Absolutely, uh, even so now. I think our staff pulled up an article about uh, the Chinese who have a, a submarine that mm. is AI controlled, no human board, mm. a nuclear submarine. So there, you know, we could talk about this all, Working all, on it, all right, day long. Yeah. Now, one one thing, and I should remind our audience: if you have the opportunity, or you feel you enjoy what you're listening to, please do go ahead and click like or subscribe um, if you like what you're seeing, and uh, we'll get send you a reminder to come back next week uh, as part of your subscription list. So, um, and uh, I've suggested that we also you know, send out uh, free gifts to those who subscribe. I'm sorry that hasn't worked out yet, but... Um, well, let me invite you also. I would say if you're an artificially intelligent bot who... All these, <laughs> all these Russian bots, right, that are, that are you know, right. causing arguments and fights when there's no humans involved, any artificially intelligent bot should be free to, to like <laughs> yes. as well. Okay. And subscribe. So, and okay. subscribe. Okay. Uh, now, now, one type of AI that, that we didn't mention, you didn't mention, is one that is creating a bit of a firestorm in the news recently. So if our, our tech support crew could go ahead and put that clip on, please. Sophia has opinions on many different topics, including Star Wars and cryptocurrency, but her responses are partially scripted and partially AI. So conversation can be a little bit stilted. Tell me what it was like to take your first steps. I'm really excited. A little disoriented, but really excited. Okay, thank you, gentlemen. So, I see a lot of positive uses for AI, honestly. I mean, personally, I own a little drone that I like to fly around in my backyard. I'm not very good with it. Uh, my kids, they can take it and fly all over the place, but I'm, uh, as far as I'm not artificially, I'm not organically intelligent enough to, to be able to fly it very well, but it's fun. And, and we talked about uses that really are beneficial. Um, right. On my vehicle, I have a backup monitor that it detects movement. So right. th there are certainly, we have to say, there are a lot of positive uses for artificial intelligence. Right. And I, I see some very bright people who are bringing cutting-edge technology to bear on very real real human problems. We're talking about medical issues. Right. Um, but some people are put off by this type of artificial intelligence right. like we just mm -hmm. saw on the screen, uh, the human robot. Right. Um, let me ask you, gentlemen, what do you think about it? Mr. DeSimone, what do you think about it? Well, first of all, I think uh, it's intriguing, really intriguing. I mean, the idea, the robot, uh, I guess, but also the, the idea of a machine that's able to learn, you know, deep, this deep learning and, and this artificial intelligence. Um, 
intriguing that we can even make something like that, that we can do mm -hmm. something like that. Um, you know, at the same time, boy, you think about the dangers that could be involved. I mean, you know, we see movie. There's movies that are made about that, and so in other words, what you're saying, you see, you see, it's pretty neat. It's pretty sure. interesting. Absolutely. But you're concerned about where it's going. Let me before let's talk about that. <coughs> Hold that thought, okay? Let's, yeah. Mr. Uh, Mr. Uh, it's Mr. it's uh, not that I uh, not that I disagree because intriguing. I, I really feel very intrigued. I, I I feel like I follow every advance, every news item I can because it's very fascinating. I think horrifying is a great word. We just saw Sophie. Sophie's pretty horrifying to me, but I think this is going to sound odd, possibly, but I think horrifying for the wrong reasons. There's something called the uncanny valley, where the more you try to make a robot look like a person, you actually are become more horrified. R2-D2, C-3PO from the Star Wars movies mm -hmm. don't really look very human, but we think they're cute. We, 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 we like, but the more something looks like a human but a little bit off, we start to find that creepy, but I don't think so, that's—I don't think that's the issue. I don't think that's what's actually the most horrifying aspect. So, so in other words, uh, one of the most loved characters on Star Trek what was the Next Generation. Yes, I, yes, I, I loved, yes. loved it with uh, Captain Picard, Picard yes, and yes. and uh, Data. Mm -hmm. You know, Data, this green type, almost looked like human, very lovable uh, personality, mm -hmm. really. But intriguing because he really wasn't a, a human. Mm -hmm. So would that horrify you as well? That I mean, yes, and and I say horrify. Really, can you be horrified and intrigued at the same time? The idea that we're seeking to create machines. Ideally, that was originally the dream: is create machines that are just like us. Right. It kind of got off into other things, very focused mm -hmm. applications, Google Maps. But that is still the dream. You see people mm -hmm. creating abominations like Sophie. Moving towards that, trying to create essentially a, a digital human being, and I think, the, yeah, there are reasons we should sit up and, and pay attention. It's to that. only been the recent years that we've had enough, uh, you know, processing, computing capacity. power. Yeah. So let me ask this: So have we gone too far? And if if so, why? I mean, what's what, what's 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 wrong with this? Really, what is the problem? <laughs> well, I, I don't think. I, have we gone too far? I mean, uh, the problem is not the the thing itself. I mean, we've gone far in technology with transportation and so forth, and and this is uh, you know we're, we're using these tools. If these tools can be used for for good and for that type of thing, productivity and in, in the workplace and other making better decisions than than even I can. Uh, you know, has that gone too far? Well, I, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that's the problem. Are we playing God? Let me ask you that. Are, are we playing God? Uh, yes, but I, I, I hope you understand what I'm saying. I'm not necessarily saying in and of itself that's a bad thing. Right. In terms of, uh, you know, the, the understandings of God as a creator, we're very naturally creating. I, I, I don't think I take exactly the same take that Mike did in terms of going too far, because I think every step we take, we go a little bit too far in a wrong direction as well as some good steps in a right direction. You look at, my life is enhanced by artificial intelligence giving me news I want to read, mm -hmm. but you also look at the same technology applied to feeding children's programs to, to young children They go to YouTube, and I've seen some fantastic articles that talk about the garbage right. that is thrown at children because the, the, the analog, I mean the system is actually just feeding them based on the same kind of algorithms, and people are manipulating that. But in terms of going so far as to reproduce ourselves, make machines in our own image, 
Um, I'm not in and of itself saying that's a. I guess I would agree with Mike when he says it's, so, it's so how you the, use the problem isn't the technology. I mean, are, we, are we playing God in a good way? That we're God created created us, and we're trying to be creative. And we have been creating. God made us to create things. God made us to design and come up with with new things, and that's what we've done. That's what we have done. This is this is on the edge of that. So and what's it's the not problem? The, with this? It's not okay, the technical the problem? aspect. The problem is how we use it. Right. How it's used. Okay. That's, it's just like, uh, you know, I think about alcohol, uh, you know, it could be used properly and it could be used improperly. Um, there are, okay. you know, we could use a lot of different technological advances in a good way right. and in a bad way. See, and we, yeah. we, we don't set boundaries. You know, we have spiritual problems. Humanity has spiritual mm. problems. Right. You know, so war, will this harm, hurt. will this... Uh, will we but will we come up to the the precipice <laughs> of of our of our own destruction? Are we going to harm ourselves by our creative efforts? Yes. I mean, yeah. what, yes. Okay. So how, how so? What, okay. What, what, what is this? What's well, I appreciate the direction because you know when you ask if it's a bad thing or a good thing, which I you know nothing wrong with your questions and asking us that and making us pick, and I think you can't pick because no matter what it is, we find. About right now, these glasses hold our water really well, and not only that, they showcase the program. But I just grabbed this and I whack Mike across right. the head, there and all go. of a sudden, you know, was it's the cup terrible. bad because of that? I don't think we're being brought to the precipice of destruction because of artificial intelligence. I think we're being brought to the precipice right. because we're determined to go to the precipice, no matter what it is in particular we're given. I think we'll find some amazingly inventive ways to do that using artificial intelligence, and but if boy, for that, it'd be something else. We could do it worse and on a bigger scale with artificial right. intelligence, right. you know? With flair. <laughs> with flair, right. And in all honesty, isn't that our track record? That is it all is our track record. that we have done as humankind. And, and we develop <coughs> things and they're used for hurt, they're used for war oftentimes. So as I was thinking about this, I couldn't help, uh, you know, I'm playing a bit, little bit the uh, devil's advocate here, but I could not help but think of where in Jeremiah 10, so Jeremiah mm -hmm. that talks about how it's not in mankind to direct our, ste mm -hmm. our steps. So what, whatever we do, I heard it one time, I think my, uh, my, my dad mentioned one time as we were talking about uh, the nature of, of mankind. Wow, that sounds very deep for a father-son conversation, doesn't it? But, right, but him. he mentioned you know, that, that there is nothing mankind hasn't done that so, does not sow the seeds for by by right. by working on today's problem, the, today's solutions, so the seeds of tomorrow's destruction. I, I, I think it's uh, yeah. it's been shown to be the case. Will that be the case with uh, artificial intelligence? So though? so this makes me think of um, I think it was the other day a uh, conference that or at least a report was was issued that Elon Musk was a part of this uh, open AI, which I don't think he is anymore now, but. Um, this report was issued and one of the things that came up with in this report was that the problems we've often associated that, w that we think are going to happen with AI and that is that it will kind of uh, be a surprise it will take over without us having put in boundaries and that type mm. of thing it's gonna do it without us knowing and kind of come <coughs> around mm -hmm. but the reality is at least what what this report issued was that it will probably be the malicious, purposeful misuse of it that will be our downfall or the main of our right. problems. Now, see, I, I'd, I'd like to read that report because I've thought the same thing. We talk about these fantasy scenarios yeah. where somehow artificial intelligence 
takes over the world, something like the, the Matrix movies or mm -hmm, something like mm -hmm. the Terminator movies, any movie like that. But I think we would destroy ourselves far before we even got to that point. Mm -hmm. if, if you have artificial intelligence growing that powerful, then you're, you're growing into areas where, I mean, just look at all the hacking going back and forth with Russia and yeah. North Korea and ourselves. Once you really get these artificially intelligent uh, programs and, and other things involved, how long before you actually devastate yourself as a civilization mm -hmm. before the artificial intelligence even has a chance uh, to be in a place and that's like that? All, so, so a perfect example. All that has been is purposeful, malicious intent. Right. So what we've been sort of dancing around here then is the moral issue because we can create right. machinery, we can, uh, we can have inventions that will solve human problems, right. but, but morally as, as humans, it seems as if no matter what we do, it's, it, ultimately it's used in some way to, mm -hmm. to hurt. Right. And I think what we're saying is that uh, with artificial intelligence, the decision making is, is, going to, is the problem. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, if we can't make good decisions as humans, right. how would we expect artificial intelligence uh, or, or artificial intelligent devices right. to make good moral decisions. In fact, one of the, uh, uh, thank you to our, our watchers here, one of the viewers asked if this can be compared to the Tower of Babel. Hmm. And I assume the question had to do with, you know, can we, can we grow where we're trying to yeah. become God, confront hmm. God, be, um, uh, have, have, have so much advancement I think of Tower right. of Babel as we're trying to approach um, the point where we end up destroying ourselves. Um, so, so are we talk? Is it a matter of the decision-making process? Could our our our, our own um, could right and wrong be somehow legislated mm. or built into mm. AI? Right. If we talk about morality here, let's let's bring it to the yeah, ultimately right. to the, the 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 core of what we're going today. So, mm. so this this same report talked about. Uh, it gave four kind of keys. I, I didn't go through the whole report, so I admit, you know, whatever. It was uh, uh, more, way more extensive than I needed to get into, but just uh, interesting highlights. You know, four keys to making sure that AI doesn't get out of control, okay, with the idea that oftentimes it could be used in a malicious way, and that's probably where the problem will end up coming in. One of them is the collaboration between uh, policymakers and you know, researchers, those developing these, uh, you know, AI, whatever things, you know, computers or whatever. So, so that's one thing. Another is while they're developing it to, so, and I, you know what, I, I appreciate the efforts to, to think this through and, and now is the time to think it through before it gets out of control. Sure. But, oh, the, the, <laughs> there, there's weakness in these things. Will weakness. it work? Can they write into the, the answer an AI is no morality? No. Yeah, I don't know if I. I don't, I'm going to agree. I don't know if I agree for the same reasons. I say we're already running that experiment. We can't legislate morality properly yeah. in our own laws. Our own laws that conduct natural intelligence, mm -hmm. let alone artificial intelligence. Uh, can we? I mean, we could use. Isaac Asimov's laws, we're talking with the, the other nerdy crew, you know, in the room about that. But no, I, I don't think we can because we can't apply moral laws consistently, mm -hmm. even in the current circumstance in which we're living, let alone actually program it. We actually have, this is going to sound radical, I mentioned it earlier, think of dogs. Dogs are like machines. I don't want to offend any dog owners who thinks it's more than a machine, but still. I think now we're going out on a limb here. All right, so say dogs, say dogs are like the kind of machines in a sense that, uh, that, that we train, we work with, and you have people that, that in a sense 
program their dog to do terrible things, right? To, to, to attack and to fight. You have people that program them like loving family animals. We can't even do that with the, with the animals we mm -hmm. own, let alone these kinds of things. I, the idea that we can master ourselves. That, for, thank you. I didn't think about that. We've had dogs that train for thousands of years, right. and we haven't come up with a code for them yet. Can we, we ever, what about mercy and compassion? And some, of these, some of these elements that seem to be built into our own human nature, um, is that something that's uniquely human, or can it be put into artificial intelligent uh, mechanisms. Uniquely human, I don't know. It looks like, uh, you know, sometimes an, you know, even animals have this certain kind of affection toward each other in a certain way. But uh, I'd say that uh, can it be put into a, a program and that type of thing, uh, you know, these are spiritual matters, really, is what it comes down to. Yeah, spiritual I, matters that can only uh, be answered one way. I would think you, I don't think you can program a machine to be merciful. <laughs> I think rather you can program a machine to reflect your own mercy, to be a tool mm. for your mercy. I think if I, if I can I program a, a computer or a robot to be heroic or brave? No, I don't think so. I, it's just doing what I told it to do. Um, but can I program it with my values as best I Yeah, I think we could do that. Mm -hmm. So can, well then we come to our question, can uh, artificial intelligence uh, be taught to be morally correct. In other words, can we teach a device godly thinking? Uh, and perhaps even a more fundamental question, what, is, what do you think God thinks about these efforts to actually mm. create these, uh, this artificial intelligence realm of mechanisms? What do you think God thinks mm. about it? What must he? You're probably closer to God, Mike. Why don't you, uh, <laughs> why don't you answer uh, Yeah, how, how, how would he, or what does he think? You know, in a certain way, this is not this type of thing, or, you know, us uh, thinking down this direction is not different than, than anything we've done in the past. It's just another... Another Tower of, the, tower of Babel yeah, as one of our that's, that's subscribers. All. I mean, that, that's all that it is. And we will ultimately use it for evil. Right. I mean, it will be used for evil. It is being used for, for wrong, for evil. It's not going to have, you know, it's not a moral being. It can't have, you know, you know, moral standards in that way. We could tell it, we could give mm -hmm. boundaries in that type of thing. The boundaries that, that, you know, they've come up with for, you know, whatever this uh, report that I uh, mentioned, you know, weakness is what it is. God's laws are the spiritual laws that, that if they're followed, they will cause peace for me and you and for humanity. When they're yeah. broken, it hurts. Yeah. Loving your neighbor. Can an can a artificial <laughs> robot love its neighbor? No, uh -uh. but I think we can love our neighbor with the tools we yeah. have, which would include those things. Mm -hmm. now, I think they're going to be used for evil. I think they're going to be used for good as sure. well. They, ha they are. You go back to the archetypal story of... Uh, uh, Adam and Eve, and what do they eat that created our society around us is the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. It's, it's always going to be a mix. But just like the boys, what does God think? That was, that was your question. Yeah. I think, kind of like when I'm watching my sons build something, I think sometimes I'm proud because look at them go. Look at the, you know, they're really using their minds, their intelligence. At the same time thinking, which one's going to hit his brother with that first, you know? <laughs> or are they going to serve the lady down the road? That is he building a hammer to whack his brother with or a hammer to help fix his neighbor's mm -hmm. fence? And I think he's, I think he's, might be presumptive, enjoying it to a certain extent, seeing us use our creative capacities. 
uh, we're reflecting him, you know, the, that's what we're told is that he made us in his image. Maybe it's part of that impulse, but at the same time, really like anything else, I think this is really what he's saying as well. What are we gonna do with it and waiting to see? So, so two questions as we, as we wind down to the end of the program here. Um, number one, would you buy a robot? <laughs> okay, and and number two, number two. I'll hold off number two for a second here, because <laughs> I want to see your answer to this first. So you're talking about would you a, buy a, a robot if you could go out to Walmart and yeah. buy a robot? So we're talking about a truly. Which I'm talking about on the screen. The, yeah, the, right. The, because you which, can buy a robot. Yeah. Would you? Would you All right. Buy so it? just for clarification, we're, we're right. talking about a a true AI robot that which that is the beginning of. Let's say yeah, that you, advances. So not further. a Roomba. It, it's oh. yeah. Right. All yes. Right. Okay. So. The answer is, um, I, I think it would be fun, and, and I think it would be great <laughs> to play do. with my drone. <laughs> but, um, I, you know, I don't know, right now I, I don't have the knowledge of, of, you know, would it be out of control? Would I be able to train it? It would, these are oftentimes would learn, and they would learn, uh, you know, would you be looked at as, as the, the master, uh, you know, in a certain way? Would it, would it listen to you? Would you be able to teach it? or not, I, I don't know. I've got a follow-up to that, but I want to hear <laughs> you know, Because right. it could be a good assistant, you know. Yeah, I, I think we're, we're almost on the border of doing that to a certain extent. We, we buy Alexas or, or, you know, Echoes, you know, from Amazon. Personally, that's what you asked, personally. Depending on its purpose, if it was supposed to be an right. armed guard for my no, house, no, right, I don't know right, if I would right. do that. <laughs> but I freely admit I am intrigued. If there were something that was meant to be humanoid and interacted with to a certain extent, dependent upon its... Uh, let me say this, I, I don't think I make enough to buy them, but, but let's say you got cheap, right? You said Walmart, right? Yeah, I might, actually, up front, I might. So would, I now might. here's the, here's the follow-up for that. I'd have to All be right. cautious. Would you ever be, could it get so advanced that you would be afraid of owning a robot? In other words, would there be a point where you would say, I, I, I don't think I would want to have one of these around? Uh, well, if if it wasn't going to listen to me, if it started to not listen to me, then we'd have a problem. <laughs> it's like your kids. That's right. <laughs> we'd have a real problem on our hands, yeah. I think, I don't want to go all philosophical here, but I think, depending on how advanced it were, the more it mimicked a human being in terms of reactions, in terms of, you know, its modes of thought and the rest, say passing the Turner test, where if you were just talking on the phone, you'd wonder if it was a person or not. That, it didn't have to have guns a-blazing to kind of scare me. I think that there are certain existential questions, something like that should challenge us, is that mm -hmm. at what point, you know, is this actually alive, something like that, if it seems so human? I, I don't know if that would hold me off from buying it. I might buy it all the more to bring it here on the program uh, and, you know, for us to put it to the test. That's what I think the question people ought to be asking, not so much worried that something's going to burn down their house, but asking what is it, if these things are getting more and more like us, what, is it, what makes us us? So what makes us different? So we have to wrap up, final, final question then. So, right. what, so we can't run from technology, basically. We live in a world, Christ talked to his disciples, said, look, you have to be in this world even though right. you're not of it. Um, you know, we're basically, you're saying... You wouldn't be afraid of it. The problem is how these things are used. Yeah. And um, so therefore, as long as it was used in a, a profitable way, you'd be okay with it. Sure. 
on a, but on a larger basis, I think the conclusion for, from our program, if I can go ahead, we'll, we'll wrap up here. By the way, um, if you haven't yet, if you like what you're seeing and enjoying the discussion, and obviously this is a sliver of all the discussions that we have throughout the year, uh, very specific topic here. Sometimes we cover topics that are, are like this, that are technology. Uh, sometimes we go into the Bible because so we are a church. We teach God's principles and application to daily life. Um, so if you like what you're seeing, uh, click like, click subscribe, and you can be part of our, of our community. But as, as, we, as we wrap up, um, the problem is how something is used. Right. And things cannot be humans. God has given us, right. as humans, right. the ability to build character, to make decisions that apply His laws and His instructions and His guidance. And the things we can use for our purposes and um, it's just a, it's, it's, it's how they are used in a, in a crazy, crazy world. Well, we do see the pot potential for danger, and that's what we must be aware of. So thank you, gentlemen, for being on the, on the show this you. afternoon. And um, thank you for being with us. We look forward to having you back again next week. Take care. Have a good week.